Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Morning, Alan. Uh, you, you certainly didn't hold back in this issue. In the morning, where people haven't been holding back in this program, you uh, didn't hold back in this newspaper article. You're obviously feeling quite strong about this. What is causing you to feel so strong about this? What's the issue here, please? Absolutely, Alan. The issue here uh, is that school children who are living, one child who's living nine kilometres away from the school and who had a concessionary ticket has that ticket withdrawn uh, from her because her air code, would you believe, is an Arclo air code rather than a Gori air code. So the department is then telling that girl that she needs to go to school at Arclo when she's within County Wexford. Her her social grouping is within, her activities are all based in Wexford. She went to a primary school in County Wexford and and now she's been redirected to a school in Arklo. Like there, I have six or seven children at the minute who have had tickets withdrawn, like because they say that the bus is full. These are concessionary tickets. Now, as I said in the article, there the minister for transport uh, will tell us that we we need to take cars off the road, and of course we do. That's accepted all around. That's accepted by the Department of Transport, Department of Education, and the general public. But how do we do that if we're going to put a parents driving children in and out to school every day? So I think between the Department of Education and the Department of Transport, it behoves the government to put on a transport system to get children to school by bus, which is like it, it's, it's a no-brainer. A 52-seater bus takes approximately 50 cars off the road. Like, you know what I mean? You understand that. Everyone understands that. Right. Uh, And, I mean, every year this seems to raise its head, particularly in North Wexford. Uh, I mean, one wonders why it raises its head every year. Why why has this not been resolved once and for all? Yeah, that that is the question I would be asking of of, uh, the Department of Education, both Aaron and the Department of Transport, working together. Because are we going to be making this phone call to one another this day next year, Alan? Mm. I have a feeling we will. This should be tackled and tackled straight away. It's not that easy or, or difficult to calculate how many new children will be come on, coming on the bus and how many children will be dropping off, whether we need to put on an extra bus, whether we need to rearrange a route. That is not such a difficult job. Yeah. So I think every child that's living outside a three-kilometre mi- three radius of their, their, their school, like and the children out here in Castletown, their school is, they're attending Castletown School, and that's a feeder school for Gory Community School, Gory Educate Together and Free College. They should be afforded an opportunity to travel by bus to their schools in Gory Town. There are a number of examples in Owen's article here as well, and obviously a number of these people have spoken to you because the article goes on to say that you have spoken to at least five, maybe up to seven, maybe even more families, and there was a meeting at the Ashtown Park Hotel last Friday. Can you just give me a flavour of, of the type of thing they've been saying to you, please, Joe? Yeah, well, the, the parents the parents are at a loss to understand why the tickets have been withdrawn. They, like, the children have all been accepted into schools in Gorey. Some of the parents who were issued with a ticket heretofore, down maybe for the last two, three years, now find them withdrawn because they're told the bus is full and there's nothing anyone can do. 
if the bus is full, I think there should be a second bus or a smaller bus put on to take in a certain amount of the route. The, the parents, like, you know, some parents are working, uh, some parents have difficult circumstances where they may have children attending two different schools. Maybe they have some children in primary school and some children in secondary school. How are they supposed to get the children to the schools at the same time at two different locations? These are all challenges and unnecessary challenges, in my opinion, that's being faced by parents for the simple task of getting their children to school. And have you got a situation where some families have a child on the bus and another child not on the bus, or is that happening? Yeah, that is happening as well. That's another thing that's happening. You see, all these things are, to a degree, uh, baffling for the parents. Like, they don't logically stand up. And that's what parents... You know, Alan, you'd often look and wonder, is there any common sense applied to this issue at all? Do you know what I mean? If you have two or three children attending secondary school and two of them have a ticket and maybe one of them hasn't or one of them has a ticket and one hasn't, sure, like that's difficult for children and, and indeed parents to understand. Right. But these are all the variables and this is the issues that are cropping up year and year and creating unnecessary ch- stress for children, particularly children who are starting the secondary cycle. Hmm. cycle that creates unnecessary stress because irrespective of of what what a, you know what makeup of a child changing school and going on to say is a huge life event for a hmm. child so, where, so where, yeah, yeah where's the onus on this is it on the department of education is it on bus air and where i'm just trying to get a handle where but, where yeah well i, I would to get a I response would, obviously so where do we go yes, to yeah uh, well it's the scheme is operated by Bus Aaron on behalf of the on behalf of the of the Department of Education. Now, my 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 uh, take on it would be that the Minister for Transport, who is actually responsible overall for all our road structure, all our transport, yeah. getting people from A to B, that comes within the Minister for Transport. And you know, there's a whole lot of aspects to this. Like there is the safe ensuring that kids are got to school. And, and then there's also the green issue around taking, like, not expending so much fossil fuels by putting so many cars on the road. Yeah. We take the cars off the road, put on one bus, and also it has a safety yeah. aspect around schools. Countless meetings I go to, and there's issues parents are coming in with the danger around schools okay. owned to traffic. So Both where, where, where are, you addre- are you addressing Bus Air, and you as a, as a representative of the people in North Wexford, where are you and your, your colleagues yeah. going? To, are you going to Bus Air, and are you going to the... We, we, our Department be, of Education. Yeah, I would be addressing Bus Aaron and the Department of Education to take a look at this issue and resolve it for once and for all. I don't want to be making this phone call next year, nor do yeah. parents want to be finding themselves attending this yeah. and trying to make a case. Well, well listen, listen, to this, listen to this one, Joe. Disappointment. You listen to this one. Catherine says, uh, Alan, that rule has applied to tickets for buses 30 years ago. Nothing changes, says Catherine. Has she got a point? Well, she may have had a point. I lived in a rural area growing up, yeah. and I attended school, and I had a school bus right. ticket to take, take me into school. And I do know that everyone on the route 
that I lived on going to school. I know it's a considerable period of time ago, Alan, but we all had a bus ticket and we all got we all got on the bus. Listen to this one, Joe. My child, this is just in on the text, uh, my child has been refused a bus ticket. To be eligible, you have to live 4.8 kilometres from school. We live 4.3 kilometres away, so he was only eligible for a concessionary ticket and we were informed he got put into a lottery system. The bus stops at our gate each morning and the bus is never full and we are one of the last stops for the school it's ridiculous as I'm not in a position to drop and pick him up as I work now, that's the view of a morning mix listener who has given me their text number the phone number etc that's crazy yeah, stuff, the, 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 these are the anomalies yeah. that we have to address we have to introduce a bit of common sense to the system like mm. there is if a bus has seats on it put a child on it mm. take a car off the road you know, we have to we have to operate with common sense and, and a bit of basic pop on in relation to situations like this. And I believe that's not the case at the moment. But the Department of Education and Bus Air need to get their heads together and resolve this for the future. This year and every other year going forward. Because as I said earlier, and it's a big event in a child's life and to have this stress imposed on them because of people looking at a rule book and adhering to it to the letter is just beyond me. Right, uh, look, I've been asking the various representatives. Yesterday, Sinn Féin councillor Tom Ford was critical of uh, local councillors representing government parties, of which you are a member of one, Fianna Fáil, and he was mentioning that uh, the, the, you, you're, you don't seem to be very proactive when it comes to the pickets, etc. So I just want to just mention, Joe, as I have done all this week, where the fire stations uh, as part of the rolling picket are. Today, Bunclody and Uras fire stations are closed, and tomorrow Gorey and Wexford are closed. Where do you stand when it comes to the firefighters, Joe? I stand I stand right beside the firefighters. As you may be aware, Alan, I, I was a member of the emergency services for 28 years. And in that time, I worked with the fire service on numerous tragic incidents. And with the, without those people, we are going nowhere. Nobody appreciates the amount of brilliant work. They are actually lifesavers. Their presence at a scene is the difference between life and death. They make a massive, massive difference. I am totally in support of them. The firefighters in Gorey are well aware of my position. I went up to the picket line uh, when they were picketing earlier before the pickets were withdrawn. I will be attending again tomorrow. So there is absolutely no ambiguity with me at all where I stand in relation to the firefighters because... I have worked shoulder to shoulder with those people and I, 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 I can safely say I have as much an insight into what to do as any councillor in County Wexford, including Tom Ford. And I will say that the firefighters are a hugely essential part of our blue light services and I'll be giving them every bit of support I can. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Alan Corcoran.